Welcome to the Role Playing Hour, Radio Adelaide's finest low-brow radio play nerd sitcom. So, hopefully Gabriel Gloria Garcia Marquestefan has this week's Role Playing Hour script ready. Yeah, that guy sure is timely, churning those scripts out week after week. Yeah, but they're crap. It doesn't count if the end results of his efforts are crap. Sure it does. Every entertainment critic knows it's the thought that counts. I just hope his dementia hasn't gotten too bad lately. It seems like it's worse every time we go there. It's very sad. His life, his memories, slipping away like that. He was once such a great writer, too. Yeah, he was. He won the prize for, well, at least he tried at the Taparoo Writers' Festival three years running. The judges aren't very tough in Taparoo's well-at-least-he-tried category, though. They're tougher than they are in the he-meant-well category. Did you see who took away the she-went-well category last year? What a scandal. She didn't mean well at all. I'm trying to pass herself off as an Aborigine. I know, I know. This is the biggest post-colonial controversy in the She Meant Well category since that biography about her life in blackface that woman meant to write when she had the time back in 96. Here we are. Everyone be nice. Don't stare. Just go along with what he says, but try to steer him back on track if you can. His mind wanders these days. Quare? Gabriel, we're here for this week's role-playing hour script. Quare? This week's, uh, <laughs> role-playing hour script, you have it, don't you? Quare? Uh, Gabriel, you know, you go with the typey-typey, righty-righty, you write a script for us every week, you know? <laughs> you always put in dick jokes and misogyny. You know, dick jokes and misogyny. Ah. Uh... I think he wants us to come in. No, he, he didn't invite us in, he just uh, got distracted and wandered off. Still, we should go in. Maybe we can find the script lying around in the house. Week after week, he writes the script, even with his crippling dementia. It's like the one rudder left in his life. The one dick-joke-filled misogynistic rudder. Bless him. So, Gabriel, uh, nice place you have here. Quare? Say, is uh, that your cat? What's his name? Quare? Is that his name? Is this, like, Quezon first? Quare? I know Quezon first. Who's on second? Ah, gato. Great, great. You, 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 you feed that, uh, that morbidly obese cat. How does that cat even move? It's so fat, it looks like a seal. Well, he, he, he really loves his kitty. Queer. Ah, gato. Look, guys, I think he left the gas on. Turn that off, Jim. Poor Gabriel, he should really be in care. No in care that drug him up. He'd never be able to write scripts for us. So you value scripts over his safety and well-being? Hey, he's not going to win Taparoo's At Least He Tried category sitting in a home. No, but he might win Taparoo's Oh, look at him, poor thing. He really wants a prize award. Do you know how hard it is to win that thing? Hey, just because you've never won. <sighs> you know, it's, you just have to look doe-eyed and a little bit guileless, and they give those awards out like Kransky's at a sausage festival. But not to me, though. <laughs> oh, no, well, I don't care. I didn't even want it anyway. Well, that's why you didn't get it. They could tell. Guys, let's just look for that script. Maybe it's in this room. Food left half eaten, shelves half dusted, a Scrabble game where he started to play the word memory, but only got as far as memo. This is really sad. I'm sick of this. I don't want his sadness to impinge upon my well-being. Gabriel! Where's the script? Queer? Oh, goddammit. El gato se escape. 
Ah, oh, great, he's locked us in the study. Gabriel! Gabriel, you adult-pated picaroon! Let us out of here! Might as well use this time to look for the script. If we have to go to air with no script, imagine the mess. Our real selves, floundering. No pre-planned wit or sound effects to fall back on. And my beauty won't even save me because on the radio, no one will be able to tell I am beautiful. We better find that script. Strange. To think that the world of the role-playing hour could emerge from so damaged a mind. There is a broken man, and then... And then there are the marginally less broken scripts that are made by the man. Ah, yes. The old artist versus the art paradigm. I hear a lot about how it's immoral to watch a Woody Allen movie because he married his stepdaughter and may have abused his wife's kid. I mean, we don't know their kid maintains he did. Police investigation said he didn't. It's all up in the air. There is a suspicion. And he certainly married his stepdaughter. Roman Polanski, there's another tough one. Can you like the movies when the auteur butt-raped a 14-year-old girl? She was 13. Okay, so that's even worse, but... Yes, so people say, I can't like a Woody Allen movie, I would be supporting him and his monstrous ways. Fine, fine, okay, you're taking a stand. But some of these people, some of these same people, I know for a fact they buy recreational drugs. When you buy recreational drugs, you can be 100% certain your money is directly supporting organized crime somewhere down the chain. Drugs themselves aren't bad, of course, and that's what the recreational drug users will say, assuring you, drugs aren't bad, man, it's society. Drugs are fine. Drugs are fine. There's nothing morally wrong with drugs inherently, but because they are illegal, somewhere between those drugs getting made and them entering your stupid face, money changed hands between criminals. It is like if you bought liquor in America during Prohibition. Sure, have a fun time, but you're probably hoping people like Al Capone live the good life. If you see a Woody Allen movie and you indirectly ensure he'll get more money to make more movies, are you also supporting him in marrying another daughter? Probably not. He already married one. He doesn't He doesn't need to marry another. I mean, maybe he's working on it with the next generation. Who knows? So maybe you are supporting that. Who can say? Are you endorsing his previous stepdaughter marriage? Maybe you are. Maybe. But if you buy recreational drugs, anything beyond what you grew yourself in your backyard, you are almost certainly helping criminals get paid. And so they are going out and doing crime, and uh, their syndicates are committing crime, and People are getting bashed and robbed and strong-armed and murdered. So fine, embargo Woody Allen movies. But don't take recreational drugs if you're going to do that. You can't choose your moral outrages so cleanly. Ah, DM. Always with the badly argued false analogies. Does it feel good, badly arguing false analogies? It does! Sometimes. Badly arguing false analogies is like mixing a bad gin and tonic. It still has gin and it still gets you drunk, so it's still always great. Ah, gato. What is he what is he doing? Wait, I think I can peek through the keyhole. Damn, he's turned the gas on again. And now he's walking out with dog food. Dog food? But his dog died ten years ago. Ah, el perro. Oh jeez, I can smell the gas even in here. It's coming under the door. Gabriel! Gabriel! Let us out! El perro? Let us out, damn <coughs> damn you! <laughs> Wait, damn. <coughs> I can see the script in the kitchen. He left the door of the dog food cupboard open. The script is in there. So close yet so far. Jim, can you pick locks? I don't know. I'm so dizzy. All that gas. Oh, me too. We've got to do something. Gabriel. <laughs> Gabriel. He's coming back in. Gabriel. Gabriel. Claire. Gabriel, please, please let us out. Claire. We're trapped in your study. The 
The gas is on. Please let us out. We can we can hardly breathe. Let us out. Turn off the gas. Please, please, can you hear me? Quay. Gabriel, we're dying. Quay? What is he doing? He's reaching down into the dog food cupboard. He's found the script. Great. He must be having one of his rare lucid moments. He's he's rolling it up. He's putting dog food in it like some sort of paper and dog food euros. Or or like a paper and dog food roll your own cigarette? Maybe. But clearly if you put something in something, it's a euros. Wait, a roll your own cigarette? Ah, Cubano Cigarro. Gabriel! <coughs> no! Que? I said no! Que? I said don't light the cigar! Que? Ah, Cubano Cigarro. It bueno. This is Lance Hendricks, and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell bad and they make my cocker spaniel uncomfortable. Hey, DM, what's this on the shelf? The role-playing hour has won four in-station awards? Yep, over the years. They even gave you little trophies? Yep, like little Oscars. How the hell did you manage that? Skill, talent, class. (laughs) The usual. No, I mean, seriously, how the hell did you manage that? I bet he blew all the administrative staff at the station. No! Well... I tried. So, uh, boss, in-station award ceremony coming up. That's right. Not sure if uh, the role-playing hour is going to win anything. Who knows? It's exciting. Sure would like a trophy. It will go to the most deserving show. No, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd really like a trophy. Do the best show you can, and maybe you'll succeed. You'll be up against many other community favourites. No, I mean... Yes? It might be better if you close your office door for this. What is it? Would it help if I, uh... What? You know, for the awards, would it help if, uh... What is that? Are you miming sticking your tongue in a keyhole? (laughs) No, listen. Would it help the role-playing hour win an award if I... Is that some sort of sign language? Wait, I took a semester of Auslan. Are you saying you're having a cardiac arrest? No, I... Wait, Auslan has a sign for that? Of course. It's an important concept to get across. But wouldn't it be hard to do the sign while you're having a cardiac arrest? But you need a sign for it so the deaf will understand. Isn't the sign for it just falling on the floor and having a cardiac arrest? Listen, what is this about? Are you having a cardiac arrest or not? Wait, so how does it mean cardiac arrest? So is the hole I make with my fingers, is that what the, uh... The aorta, or the artery. Right, and my tongue is... The blockage. I suppose that's fairly clear. You say you learned that in your first semester. Yeah, first week was hello and then... (laughs) That's pretty advanced. That's a pretty advanced concept. I would have thought that would have at least been semester two. It was very intensive. Long story, I thought I was getting engaged to a deaf guy, and then I caught him communicating the fact he was having a cardiac arrest of my sister. Listen, I have a meeting to get to. Was there something important you wanted to say, or can it wait? (coughs) Well, I just... I want the role-playing hour to win an award... And I was wondering if it would help if, uh, you know... What? If, uh, if I, you know, if, if I blow you. If you what? 
If I blow you. What is this? Is this? I don't. I don't have to if you don't. If you don't want to. Is this sexual harassment? I could buy you lunch instead. No blowing. Forget I said blowing. I mean I can blow you after lunch if you want, but it's totally optional. This is sexual harassment. And attempted bribery. This is a community station. We have an extremely strict policy on sexual harassment. Three strikes and you are out. No, no, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I totally didn't realize. I was out of line. Forgive me. Slip of the tongue. No pun intended. It was a joke blowing you. It was a joke I was working on for the acceptance speech if I win. Though I probably won't win now. But if I did and you liked the speech, I could totally do what I talked about in the speech. If it was like a tit for tat thing, I could also put a tat on your tit if you want. I know a very good tattooist. DM, look, you're lucky I don't have time for this, but that's one strike. It's going in the station's beige log book of shame. <gasps> I won't blow you. I won't blow you. I wasn't offering to blow you. I'm sorry. I just, I really want a trophy. Fine. If you just get out of the way, I'm going to my meeting. But, 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 uh, I could give you anal if that's better. Two strikes. Or you could give me anal. Three strikes. Janitor Jeff, I have to go, but enter the DM strikes into the beige log book of shame and escort him from the building. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, Janitor Jeff... Is there any way you could, you know, see your way to not putting my three strikes in the beige logbook of shame? You could blow me. Uh-huh. Do you have any sway with the judges of the in-station awards? Nope. God damn it. So this leaves me wondering, how did you win the awards? He probably didn't win them. He probably found out which trophy place sold the trophies and then went and paid to have counterfeits made up for himself. No. Though I tried. Please, trophy guy, please! Make a counterfeit trophy. It can say, Radio Adelaide In-Station Awards, Best Comedy Team, The Role-Playing Hour. Please make me one, or make me four. I'm sorry, that violates the Trophy Maker's Code of Honor. They would kick me out of the union if they ever found out. Is the union good? Not really. Too many newsletters. Way too many newsletters. Is there any way you could be persuaded to make me those counterfeit trophies? Then I could feel like a real winner. And anyone who saw the trophies would think I was a real winner too. And then it's almost like I'm a real winner. Well, there is maybe one way, if you get my drift. What do you mean? Well, you know. Why are you miming eating a banana in one bite? Is that Auslan? What would it be Auslan for? Maybe you're saying that a ninja pushed the septum of your nose up into your brain in one deadly blow and you need urgent medical assistance. This isn't Auslan, mate. This is universal sign language. Like Esperanto, but in sign? Yeah, sure. Esperanto, but in sign. <laughs> But you got the trophies in the end. Yes. Yes. That's the important thing. And you can't say I didn't work harder than any other show for them. My name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. Unpleasant dreams. Today's been a good day. It all started this morning when I was riding my Vespa to the DM's house. I was told not to ride through the parklands because I might run into someone undesirable. The parklands were looking a little bit dark and overcast, and I could see people staring at my fine form. There I was, looking ravishing in my little red hot pants, sequin tank top, and cowboy boots, when all of a sudden... Boo! Ah, who are you? I'm the she-wolf, darling. Who are you? I'm Little Gay Riding Hood, but you can call me Jim. What are you? I'm Sheila. Sheila the She-Wolf. Sheila? Right. What are you doing in these parklands alone, Jim? Don't you know there are undesirables like myself around? But you look so normal with your yellow eyes and swishy tail. Wait, you really are a wolf and... 
Judging from those pheromones in your urine, you're also a she. You really are a she-wolf. Yes, yes, but never mind that, Jim. What are you doing here? I'm getting home to the friend I share my flat with, the DM. Friend, huh? Ew, not like that. We're not even really friends. In fact, he once came home drunk and accidentally slept in my bed. And I'm still trying to get the skin flakes out, and I hate him, but he was going to pay back the five bucks I lent him today. It's a pretty big event. The DM actually paying me back. Anyway, I'm a bit lost and kind of wasted and you're annoying me. How do I find my flat? Well, where do you live, darling? Sorry, like I said, a bit wasted. Um, 241 Fashionable Clothes. It's not a straightforward path. Here, you'll need to follow the clues by contacting my wolf winters on Grander. Aw, can't you just tell me the road so I can drive there? It's not that easy. Here, take my phone. Fine. Goodbye, Sheila. Goodbye. Grinder. Corrupted by the wolf wenches. Why is it whenever you go on the internet to meet old hairy sweaty guys, they always turn out to be foxy young girls pretending? So I kept on riding, till my phone went off. First stop, karaoke bar. Finally got rid of that bowl liquor. Wait, is that an insult or a compliment? Huh, take that, Jim. Now it's time to find the DM's house for myself. Silly James didn't even realise that his house is a two-minute walk from here. I sent him on a wild gay goose chase. Huh. Haha, <laughs> I'll have to go meet the DM for myself. See what Jim said about him is really true. Could he really do things to me that no other man has ever been able to do for me before? Hmm, I can see why people are scared of my home. These beautiful parklands. But I'm not scared. Maybe they're scared of me. I wonder if Jim has found his way to the first stop yet. Uh, I'm out of petrol, but I made it to the Adelaide Karaoke Bar. Hello? I'm looking for the DM. Hello? Hmm, that's funny. A message on Grinder said the DM would be here, but the lights are off. Should I go inside? What happens if I push on the door? Hello? DM, are you here? Ew, the floor is sticky. Oh, there are holes in the wall. I'm gonna get out of here. I sure hope this isn't a wild gay goose chase. I really need that five bucks back. If I don't get a latte tomorrow morning, my hangover is gonna be terrible. Oh, I think the DM is on the move. The next message says he's at my favorite club. Since I'm out of petrol, I'm going to have to jeté and plié my way there. Wait, Jim, wait. That she-wolf, could she be tricking you? Here you are, little gay riding hood, and there is she, the she-wolf. Maybe she wants to have her way with me. Ugh, maybe she's a she-wolf fag-hag. No, Jim, no, you mustn't judge by appearances. Or you must if their shoes don't match their dresses. But other than that, trust the she-wolf, Jim. Trust her. Made it to the DM's house. No, it took me only two minutes to get here. He better be home. Hmm, five bucks in my hand and Jim not here yet. I really want to spend it on a scratchy ticket. Well, I guess if Jim isn't here by now. <laughs> he probably doesn't want it. Oh, damn it, just in time. You win this round, Jim. Hey, you're not Jim, are you? No, I can tell by the pheromones in your urine you're not Jim. What are you doing here? I'm waiting for my acquaintance Jim. Have you seen him? You'd know him by his pheromones, but they're more like... Wait, let me find something with his pheromones. Hello, DM. I believe you have something I need. Uh, <laughs> me? You have something that a woman needs? But are you sure? Shall I put on my lace boxer shorts and we'll retire to the boudoir? Chris, DM, have you seen yourself? Wait, I'm suddenly noticing something strange about you. My... my. What big eyes you have. What jaundiced and beady eyes you have. What big ears you have. What a bad smell you have. It's like a thrushy baby's diarrhea-soaked nappy. What grey fur you have. What green skin you have. Like the chip no one eats at the bottom of the bag. 
What sharp teeth you have! What elbows you have, they look like an elephant chewed on them. What a wet nose you have. What wrinkles you have on your neck, they're deeper than the ligature mark left on Michael Hutchins. What sharp claws you have! Oh, your fingernails are like stale cruskets. What a great big tail you have. You're dressed like a hobo, and one leg is shorter than the other. Listen, when I said you have something I need, I meant you have the power to change me. But, 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 do you mean to a lesbian? Look, I don't have time to explain. I was meant to eat you, but you just give me an eating disorder. Go, hide in your room so I don't have to look at you. Fine. (laughs) I'm tired from all my ballet moves across town. I got to the Adelaide Gay Club in time for them to open. I can't see the DM, but he'll have to be here. I mean, the club is open, there's heaps of people here. It's only 5pm, so it's full of old guys. People are looking at me like I'm a piece of meat. Sexy bearded piece of meat. Maybe I should have worn my little red lederhosen instead. Hello, soldier. What brings you to the Adelaide Gay Club? Was the Adelaide Coffee Bar full? I like the Adelaide Restaurant myself. Hello. I'm looking for my flatmate. He's called the DM. What does this PM look like? Uh, I don't know. He's kind of yellow and leathery and smells like a bag of weak old sick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And how is he different to everyone else here? It is happy hour for the oldies. Any other, uh, identifying features? Um, he, oh. Do you have a photo? Anything like that? No, I try not to keep photos of mm. him. Mm. They're too disturbing. Really? Yeah. Is it the, uh, what is it, what is it that's disturbing? Just the general bloat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The bloat. The bloat. Mm-hmm. Looking around a bit. A lot of bloated people here. Still not seeing any distinguishing features from the 5pm happy hour at the gay bar crowd. But, uh... <clears throat> keep keep fishing. Keep digging. He, he's, if anything, he's not quite as old as all of you. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Are you friends with him on Facebook? Any photos there? Uh, no, I deleted him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'll look him up. What's his... Type his name in. Okay, fine. Mm, there he is. Oh, look! Uh, here are some distinguishing features. He has ligature marks on his neck deeper than Michael Hutchins. Yes, I know who you're talking about now. He went to the toilet, I think. Thanks for that, Clubber. Which way is the toilet? Oh, no, 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 no. Not the Adelaide Gay Club toilet. No, he's in the public toilets near here. Ah, thanks for that. Wild gay goose chase continues. What did you say? Oh, it's just, um... I feel like little gay riding hood, and I fear I've been led on a wild gay goose chase by this she-wolf, and I think she's tricking me because she wants to ravish my sexy body. Ugh, girl sex. So unnatural. Hmm. Sex. I think I had that once. It's a long time ago. <clears throat> but no, but why do you have to, you know... What? You what? know, be so gay with the outfit and the little gay riding hood and... I mean, why wild gay goose chase? Why not just wild goose chase? It's the same thing, surely. What are you, the gay police? There you are, putting gay in front of everything like gays is so different, you're creating an artificial dichotomy. What makes the gay police different to the regular police? Hmm? Hmm? Listen, motherfucker, Hmm? I'm little gay riding hood. I'm loud and I'm proud. Shut your face. And before you go, I think you'll need to take these special blue pills. What are they? Oh, sorry, uh, and these special white pills. The blue pills are just if you want to meet with me later. I'll just take the white ones, thanks. fine. What are they, though? You'll find out when it's time, and I'm taking a blue pill. And when it's time, I'll find out what that does. Off you go now.
Yes. Great. Off you. Now to go for a gay walk. Let me push you out. Let me push you out by the lower back. There you go. Oh, oh, push up the stairs. There you go. Just a little lift under the buttocks. There you go. Thank you, sir. Great. Now to go for a gay walk. How will I get to the toilet? Such a long way. At least I can practice my prancercise on the way and shimmy and canter my way there, because that is the gayest way to get there. You're an embarrassment to gay kind, and that's coming from me, a walking old gay stereotype. You should be ashamed! Why am I in here? All I can hear are my thoughts. I don't like this. I need to share myself. Loathing, not trap it inside. A self-loathing shared is a self-loathing enjoyed. Shut up, DM. No one needs to hear you. What are you planning to do on me and to me and around me? Do you really want to know? Isn't it better if you just don't? Isn't it better if you can enjoy these last moments before I do what I will do to you? (gasps) I suppose I'll just uh, wax myself up. I'm a bit uh, unkempt. Down there. Do Mm. that, but stay in your room. It actually looks like Ross Kemp down there. That's how unkempt I am. Just stay in your room, DM. It could could infiltrate a polished soccer hooliganism ring. I'm just going to shut the door. From 30 feet away, that's how long it is. There's a polished soccer hooligan ring. Infiltrate! Okay, I'll wait in here. Finally made it to the public toilet. Ah, the door is locked though, so someone must be here. I hope this wild gay goose chase is nearly at an end. In this toilet, it has to be. Oh, oh, hi matey. What are you doing here? I haven't seen you in ages, mate. Hey, Roland. I'm looking for the DM. I've been all over Adelaide. To the Adelaide karaoke bar, the Adelaide gay club. Now here to the Adelaide public toilet. Where do you think he is? Oh, matey. You know where he is. He's in your heart! Ugh, I hope not. He's not in my heart. But he is, Jimbo. He is. You just, you just have to believe. This isn't Oz, Roland, and you're not a wizard. I'm the Roland of Oz. You're not the Roland of Oz, and the DM is not now and never has been in or anywhere near my heart. No, but that's what I was told to say by that Sheila. Sheila was here? Who's Sheila? The wolf girl. Well, that was a wolf. I thought I was having a bad trip. Did she have an Indian face too and was it covered in cockroaches? I mean, American Indian. Is that racist? Whoa, now I'm hallucinating you wearing red shorts that say gay boy across the buttocks, but no one would wear that. That's way too much of a gay stereotype. They're my little gay red riding hot pants. All I know is, matey, the DM is at home. You should go find him. Follow your dreams, matey. Follow your dreams. Matey. <coughs> and I'm in the middle of redecorating my new pad here, so catch you later. But all you've done is graffiti the walls, smear poo on the floor, and scatter cigarette butts as far as I can see. Beautiful, isn't it? It's style, matey. It's environmentally friendly. I'm using sustainable materials. See, medieval peasants thatched walls with dung. It's tradition, mate. Ha <laughs> ha, what do you want, the Playboy Mansion? La-dee-da. This will be a Playboy Mansion. Chicks will throng, mate. They'll throng to me in me flannies and thongs. Ugh, that cow. I mean, wolf. She lied to me. She tricked me into going on a wild gay goose chase. 
Why? She must have wanted to get to the share house before me. Maybe she got the five bucks. Why, I oughta... Hey, I can see our place from here. I'll just walk there. DM, are you home? There's no one here. Wait. That's that wolf woman. Did she eat the DM? Ugh. Just threw up a little bit there. Eat the DM. Does she want to kill herself? DM, open up! Sheila, is that you dressed up in the DM's clothes? Jim, how did you find us? I mean me. Us? So the DM's still alive. Help me, Jim. Help me, but do it really slowly after she rapes me. What did you do to him? I mean, not that I really care. I'm going to let him out. Jim, no. <laughs> Jim, you saved me. My room was full of my own odor. And oh, as soon as I started making Kemp to my Ross Kemp, it was just like dust and particles. Every- I'm going <coughs> to... <coughs> Floating in the air. <coughs> Hairball. <clears throat> oh, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. Hey. <laughs> New pheromones. You've been eating pineapple. DM, get off me. Sheila, why did you lie to me? We've been running around looking for the DM and he was here the whole time. Look, I can explain. But now you're here. We don't have much time. What do you mean? I need you and the DM in the same room as me so the transformation can take place. I need the DM self-loathing and your farts, Jim, so I can turn back into my human form. Jim's rainbow farts are made of glitter and Lady Gaga choruses. Poker face! Paparazzi! Exactly! DM, do you hate yourself? Of course. What kind of question is that? And Jim, did you take those pills from the club? Yeah. Were they ecstasy? No, just Imodium. I need you to fight your special rainbow farts, Jim. Jim, this is the club of from earlier. The gay joke is going too far. You're allowing yourself to be degraded for the entertainment of self What are you? Are you a ghost? Are you dead? Jim! Ah, that's not important and I'm definitely not stalking you, Jim! Ah, screw it. I'm not listening to that guy. His shoes didn't even match his trousers. Here he comes! If you are going to fight, at least let me support your buttons while you do so! Jim! It's working! It's working! Can I stop farting now? Oh yeah, sure. Poker face. Wow, Sheila, you transformed from a she-wolf into a she-human, but at what cost? I'm hideous! Oh, I'm half wolf, half human, I look like I was run over by a semi-trailer, I smell like rancid and vomit, I'm wretched, I shouldn't be alive... And also, I think I'm different somehow. Woohoo, let's blow this joint. I'm human again. But how did this happen? Why am I like this and you're not like this horrible thing that we were before? What is the origin of this terrible curse? Um, the Wicked Witch? Which Wicked Witch? I couldn't tell you. Quiz on first? Come on, Sheila, let's go. I feel sick looking at the DM. Where do you want to go? I don't know. I kind of feel like going to a theatre filled with straight people, walking out on stage, flapping my wrist limply and having them all laugh at me. Great, let's go to the Adelaide Theatre. Listeners, this is when we would ask you to call up. That's not going to happen now because we don't have any time. So, uh, you are listening to Willie, Jim and the DM here on the Role Playing Hour on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM Digital Radio and online. Our older episodes can be found at the WordPress site at theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com and more recent episodes can be found at the Radio Adelaide website itself. But right now, call it an 83135000. No, don't do that. <laughs> Definitely don't do that because we don't have time for that. But do subscribe. Mm. Yes, do subscribe because you could win tickets this month to... Uh, there are three WOM Adelaide four-day passes to give away. 
Well, Madelaide, from March 7th to March 10th, the Botanic Park hosts over 200 artists from 50 countries. Enjoy performances and workshops by the world's best traditional and contemporary musicians, dancers, and digits. Plus three theater visual artists and Planet Talks. Total value, dollar sign 984. So, uh, to subscribe, it's dollar sign 75, standard dollar sign 40, concession. Just dial it through. <laughs> Just dial eight three one three five thousand during business hours to subscribe, or oh, Google Radio Adelaide and follow the links. This is John Leeson, and I hate the role playing hour because I have to hide behind the sofa whenever their terrifying show comes on. This is John Reese Davis, and I hate the role playing hour because next to them an orc looks like a Brazilian fashion model. No script, no script. No. Burned in the terrible fire at Gabriel Gloria Garcia Marquez de Fan's house. We barely made it out with our lives. I have third degree burns over 98% of my body. Only my labia emerged unscathed. Can I see the unscathed part just to compare it to the rest of your body? No. What do we do with no script? We just sit here, I guess, looking at each other. Oh, we'd have to change the name of the show to the presenters sit there and look at each other hour. And we'll just cancel. We can't cancel! What does it even matter what we do? No one listens anyway. Now, that's not true. Market research shows a taxi driver tuned in to 1.8 seconds of our show three weeks ago while he was trying to set his car stereo to fresh. Wow, 1.8 seconds. We're famous. I know. It's all been worthwhile. All these years of hard work. Which bit did he hear? Any idea what the 1.8 seconds was? I believe it was a pause for comedic effect. Oh. But it's a good bit for someone to tune in for. It's a pause that makes a joke funny. Yes. Well, if we're just entertaining ourselves, we could look at porn. True, I have my phone. Well, we could, but there are three of us in one phone here at the moment. We would have to agree on some kind of consensus. Average-looking women being ravished by studs. Studs being ravished by studs. Beautiful women with double Ds being ravished by... Whoever, I don't care, really. That part's not important. As long as I don't see his anus. Ah, oh, you gotta see the anus. No anus! Unless it's a girl's anus. Fine, okay, what the DM wanted, but only if the guy's really hot. Actually, why not make the man a really ugly, bald guy? Because then I can imagine myself in his place! You don't want to see MILFs? Isn't that what you weirdo straight guys are into? I don't know, she'd have to be a very young mother, have given birth at a tender age, maybe a teen pregnancy, and now she's raising a four-year-old alone. Mother is a very wide field. Your grandmother is technically a mother. DILFs! No DILFs! I could go with DILFs. This porn thing's never going to work. Let's abandon it! I spy? Yes, I spy. <clears throat> I'll go first. Uh, I spy... With my little... I something beginning with hmm, B. Boobs. Yes! How did you guess so fast? Because you looked at my boobs right before you said it. Alright, let's forget this game. Um, how about truth or dare? Oh, truth. Okay, have you ever taken a human life? I don't want to play this game. I'm out. Uh, no, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. Now we can say dare. Okay, dare me. I dare you to show us where the bodies are buried. I don't want to play this game. I'm out. So, we've covered porn, murder, and we've objectified women. Can we just be nice to each other? Let's all say something we like about each other. Willie, I like your spectacles. Thanks, Jim. I like my spectacles, too. I like your rat cunning. Thanks, Willie. I like my rat cunning, too. DM, I like your flat. 
It's your flat, too. We live here together. I know, and I like it. Most of it. Not the part where you sleep, obviously. Willie, I like your boyish hips. Damn, I like your planet. It's your planet, too. I know, and I like it. Jim, I like your inarticulate rage. Thanks, DM. I like that, too. Willie, I like your opening gambits. What about my closing remarks? No, they suck, but your opening gambits are great. DM, I like your acquaintances. But you and Jim are my acquaintances. I know, and I like them. Willie, I like how your name sounds like a slang word for a penis. Oh, I'm not so fond of that. Oh, sorry to bring it up. Yeah. Jim, I like how if you lived in the jungle, you'd be a jungle gym. DM, I like how you don't breathe all the air. Oh. You leave some for me. Yeah. That's... That's not intentional. Jim, I like your vim. What about my pluck? Your pluck I can take or leave, but your vim, it's something special. Thanks. DM, I like your wine. Oh, you mean that bottle I bought yesterday? Yes. Can I have it? No. Can I buy it off you? Ten bucks. Here you go. Willie, I like your wine. Thanks. Willie, I like your plasticity. Thanks, Jim. I like how you go dormant at regular intervals. Willie, I like your ambiguous throat. Thanks. I like your not very heavily researched sympathy for Rastafarian culture. Thanks. I do find myself feeling a mild sympathy for Rastafarian culture, and I have never properly researched it. It's true. And I like that about you. So you've said. Willie, I like that hot friend you have. Oh, uh, Vicky or Sarah? The brunette? Vicky. <sighs> Can I have her phone number? No. What, what, what's her last name? I want to find her on Facebook. I'm not telling you her last name. Willie, I like your cloaked heartache. Thanks, Jim. I like your longing for vengeance. Look at my temporary tattoo. It's of a skeleton riding a motorcycle, and it says, Born to be wild underneath. I see. Yes. Do you like it? No. No. You don't, you don't like anything about it? I like the font. Yeah, I like the font too. I like the font used in a temporary tattoo of a skeleton riding a motorcycle with the words, Born to be wild underneath, DM. Yes! Finally, a compliment I can take to the bank vault of my heart and save!